0: Episode of the provocative yes. it's been a long day
1: <laughs> it's been a long day
0: <laughs> it's been a long day i was gonna record this earlier uh but we were guests on another podcast and it just it took a little bit longer than we thought and um a little mic closer okay hopefully it doesn't look, look me that better um and uh we got stuck in traffic we had to eat lunch and i have a massive headache but we're here because i really really want to um, record a podcast episode for you guys you know we're on it we're back in our game so we got to do what we got to do and um your girl leaves to georgia tomorrow or we leave to georgia but first before we get into our intro let's welcome our guest today the hobby hi baby hey baby (laughs) so he's going to be a guest for a little while i kind of want to introduce him to the podcast and see how he does as a co-host
1: i'm on a trial period (laughs) you're in a
0: trial period um let me know, girls, if you guys like having him as a co-host or not. You're like, I don't care. I want to be on here.
1: Oh, you're saying me? I thought, you were, I thought you were talking like, they wouldn't care.
0: No. She's um,
1: like, I don't care.
0: <laughs> do you have to have those headphones on?
1: I don't have to, but, like, right now that your uh, audio um, was away, so, okay. let me know. Okay. Uh, I wouldn't know if it didn't, okay. if I didn't have them on.
0: All right. All right. Well, all right, let's do the intro. I ran forty miles last week and I am tired I am yeah I'm just real tired guys my legs are real tired I ran 11 and a half miles yesterday which is the longest I've ran and nonstop. and um I feel like I, I didn't foam roll yesterday after my run which I was supposed to do and I forgot and now I'm paying for it because now my hip is really tight and I have to make sure I foam roll because I have another run today I basically feel like My life is literally like just running, but it is what it is. I love it. Do I love running this much mileage? No, 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 no. But do I like running? I love running. So it is what it is. This is what we're doing for our training, for our half marathon. So we got to do what we got to do. All right. I finished our book club finish. Pretty girls. (laughs) What did you think? How, how, do you, how well do you think I reacted to that book?
1: One word would be trauma. <laughs> trauma. I didn't read a single page from this book, but I could tell you guys that it's traumatizing.
0: Yeah, I was so traumatized. I just, my God, guys, I was just, it, it was sick. This book was sick. I could not, I think I was telling Rachel that I think it's because it's one of my fears, getting kidnapped, abducted. abducted. And two, I think because of what I experienced when i was younger with domestic abuse i think any time abuse is
1: well, and i think anyone that has is of sane mind reading what you read yeah i guess fuck you up a little I bit just
0: fuck me up it fucked me it's up like a lot an more
1: extreme uh it's a very extreme I'm sure. s- scene i guess yeah
0: i don't know like, but.
1: it's like that's really to the extreme of things that you could really think of honestly yeah. like how much worse could that get
0: yeah yeah you really can't yeah that's true maybe and I was also about to start my period so I was just like <laughs> I finished this book and I was like sobbing to Chris I was just so sad guys like like in his chest crying because I was so sad um the book has a good ending in the sense of like okay it, like what you want it to happen happens but um I don't recommend it unless you really want to go down that road. Um, and then just wanted to catch you guys up on a show we've just recently finished. We finished Queen's Gambit. You liked it. I liked it. Yeah, it was a good show. Mm-hmm. It was really good. Um, we haven't, we've never played chess. I feel like I want to, but I don't know if I want to actually take the time to learn everything. Yeah, I don't <laughs> want
1: to take the time to learn all these defense and offensive moves. If I play, yeah, if I, if I start picking it up, I would want to, but I know that I don't want to. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. I don't want to. Put the amount of time that me, myself, would want to put into To Be Good.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. And
1: I just don't want to play it just if play it's it. not going to be that way.
0: Hi, Christian Pineda has to go all in or can't do anything. All right. So today's topic is going to be a little bit about my anxiety because um, first and foremost, I want to just say thank you to everyone for being so supportive on last week's episode. Um, you guys are amazing, which I, I've already told you guys. Um, I love the support that I get from you guys and everything, but you guys, um, sent me a couple of messages just saying, thank you. And I really, really appreciate it. I'm still getting messages to this day. So I just want to say thank you so much for the support. And so I wanted to bring Chris on as a guest because I wanted him to kind of give you guys, um, a side view of how he deals with my anxiety as like a a partner. Um, So if you're a partner who you probably probably don't have anxiety, but your significant other does, it'll kind of give you a perspective on what Chris does to help me and vice versa, what I'm doing to help me with anxiety because anxiety is... I know a lot of people are like, oh, well, I just have anxiety, and they take it like a, such a small thing because it's been so commonly used, but people who actually suffer from anxiety, it really does take a toll on their life. It takes a toll on their um, on their relationship, and so I just kind of want to cover it. So I actually did a little bit of research first before we get into um, a little bit of personal uh, al- and- I did a little bit of research before we get into like my personal side of anxiety. So I put, or what I researched was, anxiety can can negatively affect relationships in many different ways, including isolation from loved ones, communication issues, and dependence behaviors are all examples of way that anxiety affects relationships. People living with anxiety disorders may act one of two ways when it comes to relationships. So I'm going to read the both ways and then you're going to tell me which one I am, which I already know you're going to know. But all right, way number one or type number one is avoidance behaviors. People who are living with anxiety disorders may find it easier to disassociate with others and to deal with their relationships head on head, head on head as a result of heightened anxiety. Some signs and symptoms of avoidance in relationships include not picking up the phone neglecting to go to social gatherings and seeming to be unfeeling or uncaring it means it um i think i meant to but it doesn't mean that they don't know how to have meaningful relationship it, oh i, I guess it's, it means that they don't know how to have meaningful relationships while also juggling the weight of anxiety and that they may even feel fear that their mental, stel- mental health issues may be too much for their loved ones to bear. So that's number one is avoidance behavior. So someone who avo- so when they have high anxiety, they avoid talking to their partner. Um, they don't pick up the phone. They neglect to go to social gatherings. And they may seem like they just don't care. Type number two is codependence behaviors. On the other side of avoidance is dependence. People who are living with anxiety disorders may completely rely on the people in their lives as they are dealing with the negative impacts of anxiety. Some of the signs and symptoms of codependent behaviors can include dread, (laughs) dread dread and worry about loved ones, death or bad things happening. Overanalyzing anything a loved one does or says needing continuous validation from others. And having an intense fear of rejection from others. Which one am I?
1: I don't know. None of those sound like you. Are you being serious? <laughs> <laughs> it's, obviously it's the second one.
0: Yeah, that's why I laugh, guys. It's not funny, but dread and worry about loved ones' death or bad things happening, guys. That is me on the money. As I'm writing the I was as I was reading this yesterday, I was like, this is me. over a little over, overanalyzing over, over anything a loved one does or says me, not just loved one, anyone, yeah, like, friend, whatever, Over analyzing everything, needs continuous validation from others. I was, like, as self, me, as myself, as I'm reading that, I'm, like, I don't think I do need validation from others. Do you think I need validation from others?
1: I think yes, because you're the opposite of that. Like, if you aren't getting enough validation in terms of like your social media it digs you in. it makes puts you more into the hole Very so it's true, not it's yeah. not that you need more validation is that
0: when i don't get it when you
1: don't get it uh-huh it puts you in the hole
0: agree i i agree i agree with that and i think like you're that This is like very much me having intense fear. I don't think having an intense fear of rejection from others because I don't really feel. Do you think so?
1: I mean, I think that's a a issue you have, but I don't know if that's really.
0: What do you mean? I have a I have an issue of being rejected.
1: Why have we not reached out to bigger people for the podcast? What's the What's the main reason you always (laughs) give me?
0: Guys, I'm being called out today. You're right. What the fuck? I
1: don't know. I don't know if that's anxiety driven
0: it is because i get anxiety that's why i don't do it <laughs> because I'm, I'm scared of getting rejected you're right there
1: you go. i guess i was thinking i'll send the invoice later
0: <laughs> um you didn't find this out i was just wow this is it's crazy because this is me and this is affecting my life and it sucks because Up until this point, I'm not really, you know, you say anxiety and you're just like, okay, anxiety is a feeling, right? Like I'm anxious and I'm shaky or whatever, but you don't realize how much, how deep anxiety goes. So for me, I'm the codependent. I I am and I think that's why sometimes when I am more anxious, I'm even more codependent, like I'm more dependent on you. Um, I did get this information from www.yellowbrickprogram.com. They actually have like an anxiety program um, that you can do. I was reading a little bit into it. Not too, too much, because uh, I think they're based out in California. But if you want to check them out, um, you can. But I wanted to go over, well, you guys got a little bit of insight into what kind of anxious person I am. But also, let's get into, our, I guess, our relationship, me, Chris's anxiety versus mine. <laughs> Do you feel like you suffer from any type of anxiety?
1: On a day-to-day basis, no. I think I have the regular amount well, I guess what's really the regular amount, I have a very minimal amount of anxiety when it comes just to like situations that most people would have anxiety. Yeah. And even then, I feel like I handle it pretty, pretty well in comparison to how other people handle it.
0: I know you're not a big social person, but right now that we were on the other podcast, do you feel like. You I don't get, have
1: social anxiety. I was about to ask. Do you think you're. I have don't social? have social anxiety. I just don't like being in social situations. But if we are in one, I'm not going to. Yeah, I wasn't going to say. be. Stressing How did you know I was already
0: going to ask you that? You already because
1: knew. You said what?
0: Yeah. Yeah, because um, yeah, we're, we're in social situations. I don't like, feel I'm like confident
1: enough in who, who I am, and I don't really care what people think of me, so I'm not going to pretend to be someone else. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't have social anxiety. I just don't like social situations.
0: You just don't like being around people you don't I just,
1: know? I just burn out really fast.
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I've had anxiety for as long as I can remember. Do you feel like it's gotten worse over the years?
1: Yes. I think as your responsibilities and just your day-to-day growing up and assuming new responsibilities, your are Anxiety has definitely gotten worse. Yeah,
0: I agree. I definitely think I've always had anxiety, but in the last, I would say, three to five years, my anxiety has definitely um, gotten up. Yeah, because, I mean, the more responsibilities I have, the more load I have. And it's not even so much the load. I think it's just the responsibilities. And I know what it, like, I know, like, our relationship. I have to be financially okay for our, for us, for our families, for other things. So like there, I know there's like other people who are dependent on me. So that makes me a little bit anxious. There's a lot of things that make me anxious. And then obviously like not being, not feeling like what the fear of like, what if I can't handle it all? What if I can't handle it all? Um, But I do think that over the years, it's gotten a little bit worse, guys. Um, Are there any triggers that you watch out that let you know that I'm anxious like, before I even tell you I'm
1: anxious? Oh, before? Like, how can I identify before you get anxious? Yeah. Not before, no. There's things you do that I know.
0: No, is there are things that I do that, that you know that I'm anxious.
1: Yeah, you scratch your head. You <laughs> do this. Uh, I mean, like, just just your overall character just changes a lot. Yeah. Like, it's just, I know, I know what regular Jasmine looks like, and I know what stressed out Jasmine looks like.
0: I I forgot about the – I put tapping on foot because, you know, I tap a lot when I'm anxious. And then, like, my breathing, you can tell that I'm anxious when I'm, like – when I take, like, a lot of deep breaths. I forgot about this – yeah, guys, I usually have, like, a mini bald spot when I get really bad in the middle of my head. And it gets raw right here and um, because I scratch at it without, like, knowing that I scratch at it. Uh, There was a while that I was pulling out my eyebrow hairs. Remember that at the apartment? Yeah. I think too he knows when I'm really anxious. When I'm like I think when I'm at my extremist is I'll have to like sit next to him and I for some reason I don't know where I got this that I have to have his hand on my chest.
1: I mean I just did it like I think I just did it to do it one day and you just came to realize that it made you feel better.
0: Yeah, it made me feel safe. Yeah, and
1: and I mean in the car is sometimes when I can tell you're anxious too, like you're just like dead. Like you're usually not just like still in the car it's rare when you're just chilling in the car you're always doing something you're either on your phone or you're jamming out some music but if you're just still i'm always like what are you thinking
0: (laughs) or he'll like just you'll randomly go just
1: randomly just go ahead and do it yeah
0: and it makes me feel better he knows it's funny guys because i don't know why i kept i keep thinking about fendi you guys know we have hermes and fendi and they're the exact representation of us so fendi has severe anxiety too
1: and bald spots (laughs) oh thanks
0: and she's allergic to everything she has stomach issues like her mom um but her she loves to get her chest scratched like she loves to have my hand on her chest and i was as i'm doing this yesterday she was sitting next to me and i had my hand on her chest and i was like damn she's like she was born to be like me.
1: Yeah, Hermes likes to get his balls rubbed. So. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> You're
0: so crazy. Um, would you say that it is difficult for you as a partner to understand me or to understand someone who has anxiety?
1: I think it's probably really difficult for me because I am on the complete extreme of that. Like I have very little emotions like there's almost nothing that makes me emotional so to try to understand what it is that you're feeling and how how much it affects your day-to-day is so hard for me to understand as opposed to maybe he's a guy that was a little bit more in touch with his feelings I feel like maybe it'd be a little bit more compassionate but I've never had a day to be dictated by the way that I feel yeah which is, which is why it's so hard for me to understand. And I try my best, you know, I, I hear you out. I try imagining what it would be like, but I mean, I don't know. Like yeah. I don't know what that feels like. And I I can't even like, like not even a fourth of what you feel is probably. No, no, yeah, like
0: It's crazy that you said that because we've been together for, we just celebrated our thirteen. 13 years together anniversary anniversary yeah 13 years together Mm -hmm. um and you have Mm -hmm. never your day has never been dictated by your feelings that is crazy to me like and it's true like i that's one of the things that like i think i'm envious of you that you could have you could be feeling like shit when you're not gonna let it affect you like you literally do not let your emotions affect your day and for me, my emotions overwhelm me so much that they dictate my day, yeah. like, insanely. It's crazy. Um, we, You do do a lot of things that help, so I'm gonna talk a little bit about those. So right here it says, what are some things that can help? So like, if you're the partner, what are some things that can help? And if you are the person that has anxiety, these are some things that you can maybe talk to your partner about doing to help you. So... The first one, don't minimize your partner's feelings. So re- try to really listen and ask how you can help them. And I think you do a really good job with that. Um, you're never like,
1: ah, oh, you're sending
0: excuses for your anxiety, or you never tried. It. You've never made me feel bad about the way that I feel. I know that you do a really good job of like really trying. Sometimes you don't listen to me all the time, but you do do your best to to listen. Don't say,
1: yeah. I mean, I always try doing my best, okay. And my my best is just different every day,
0: (laughs) yeah. It's true, it's true. Um, number two, I put make a list of things that give you anxiety and share them with your partner that way they know when you're what your triggers are and can help you. So, um, for instance, Chris knows exactly like who gives me more anxiety versus who doesn't give me anxiety, so um he's very good at helping me with that or if i tell him like this person gives me anxiety don't leave me in the room with them too long or this gives me anxiety can you help me out like i usually am pretty good at communicating with him what triggers me what gives me anxiety and he does a really good job on um helping me with them i'm trying to think of like a specific incident
1: i mean just like if i know you're already stressed out or anxious Mm -hmm. about your day i try Taking away as many things off your plate as I can, whether it be you know doing laundry, doing the dishes that are in the sink, which are things that you typically do, but I just go ahead and take them off for you, so that's something less you have to worry about and focus on the things that only you could do. Yeah, I feel like sometimes that helps.
0: It helps a lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, Doing things like that.
1: I always help around the house. It's just
0: no. Yeah, Chris always helps around the house. I mean, if you've listened to podcasts before. You know, I, I praise my husband because my husband is amazing. Um, but if you're new, welcome. He is an amazing husband <laughs> in the sense of he helps me around the house all the time. And we were just talking about this. Like, he does. I That's one of the things I love about him. If he sees that I'm in the kitchen, he doesn't just go off to the room and game. He'll be like, hey, babe, what more do you need done at the house in the house so I can help you so we can tackle it together? And then you can... When I'm resting, you're resting. I don't want to be resting while you're still working and worrying about things around the house. So I appreciate that and I love that about him because it really takes off stuff off my plate. So that was a great example. Also, uh, number three, I put help your partner seek treatment and participate when you can. Um, So um, he helps me think logically. I know there's times where I'm like anxious about something, or I know something's about to make me anxious, and before I allow it to make me anxious, I'll ask him about his, like, what do you think about this? And his answer is always, like, what I'm thinking logically, but is always covered by my emotions. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes when I ask you things, like, in the car, it's because I'm already thinking about it, and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm, I know this is going to make me anxious, Well, let me ask him what he thinks, because more often than not like i'm already thinking like deep inside i'm thinking what you you're gonna say but it doesn't surface until you say it so that really really helps me it makes me feel like i like beat my emotions which well it's
1: kind of like yeah you're thinking logically but you're also thinking emotionally so when i reaffirm the logical side of your thoughts you're like okay maybe that one's the more likely
0: one yeah 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 that um I also just told him, you know, with therapy, uh, like I said, there's things that your partner might be able to participate in. Um, So something that my therapist told me to ask myself when I do feel nervous or anxious, sorry, is asking myself, is there evidence that proves this is true? So I just asked him the other day. I was like, hey, going forward, when I'm anxious about something, I need you to ask me that. Is there evidence that proves this is true because sometimes I forget because I have so many things I'm worrying about I'm already anxious so that thought doesn't come to mind but if he asks me that then it's going to start becoming a routine to where I'm just going to start asking myself that question before I ask him because um, I don't want him to ask me because I'm going to be like okay here we go again he's going to ask me the same question so it kind of helps you automatically ask yourself that question because your partner has practiced it on you so that really helps so we haven't done that yet
1: haven't been that anxious yes
0: thankfully um so that really really helps um and you know we already feel a lot of guilt that anxiety affects our day-to-day i feel like a lot of guilt that it affects my relationship sometimes so just being vulnerable with your partner will really help and will really help you like them see you in in a different perspective and guys in any relationship i just think vulnerability is so important um and I know you agree with it too. Like there's no there's no reason why we need to act tough or act like you don't care about something no. if you care about it, yeah, right? Yeah, and I mean
1: you'll you'll have more respect for your for your partner if they get to see you in all your lows and your highs. Yeah. You'll you'll appreciate and be more understanding of of like the good moments when you could compare them to the low moments, I yeah. think. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and I think like being vulnerable and when I say this, I'm like picturing it don't be vulnerable over text message text message sucks over the phone can work but like be vulnerable in person like don't be some psychotic and be like oh my god you don't understand me that's not vulnerability right vulnerability is coming from a place of understanding and being like hey can i talk to you for a second can we go sit down and talk about the way that i'm feeling and actually like have a a deep conversation with that person that's being vulnerable not being dramatic, or you don't understand me, or coming from a point of, of trying to attack the other person from not understanding you, it's coming from a po- place like I said, vulnerability, and hey, I want you to be able to understand me, and I want to be able to, not be anxious all the time and uh, and let the, this anxiety affect me. So, um, you know, I told I literally just told him that last week. I'm like, hey, I'm so sorry because my anxiety was really bad. And I was like, I'm sorry. Like, I hate that my anxiety sometimes affects our relationship, and. I don't think you said anything, but I was just being. I was. He didn't. He wasn't like. It's okay, babe. Like he. It was more of like this understanding of like we're gonna be okay. Like I don't. I think you did say I don't. Like I don't.
1: Yeah, I was like I thought I said something. Yeah, you like, did. You were did like, you say I like I did it I guess I did it. No, no, <laughs> no, you did say I don't.
0: I don't because I was. Cause, let me start over. I was, I was, when I was telling him, I'm like, I do feel guilty. I feel like I make our, I make your life sometimes a little bit more harder. And sometimes like, I I feel like it would, your life would be different if you weren't with someone who had severe anxiety. And he was like, it doesn't matter to me. Like, I want to be with you and I want to help you through it. So even sometimes maybe you, you might be the person that's feeling guilty and because of that you're kind of pulling back from your partner instead of being like hey I feel guilty about it and I hate that I like you know we shouldn't feel guilty about it but you know there is guilt to it right because anxiety does make our relationship harder but saying that to that person may make them be like oh damn like she really doesn't want to feel this way and she's trying to work on it or he or she I'm just saying she um in my case and can can help you in that way. So I did write a few things um, that will help you beat anxiety. Because I my therapist did say this the other day. Because I was like, am I crazy? I told Chris. I told my therapist, am I bipolar? Like, because sometimes I'm like, I don't think I'm crazy, like bad. But like sometimes I'm just like, how can I flip so quickly?
1: I mean, it's also because you're Latina. So there's there's a lot of variables going on here.
0: Mm. You really think that?
1: I feel like Latina women in general flip super quick, yeah. Hmm. And then add anxiety in there <laughs> it makes it make it a little, little worse.
0: Makes it a little worse. Latina women already up uh, 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 Chile, and then you add anxiety. <laughs>
1: that's two chiles. That's two chiles. <laughs> when well, make it three chiles. Anxiety?
0: No. Wait. What did you say? Women?
1: I, I said women. That's one in Chile. Chile. Latina yeah, women two, two chiles, chiles and uh, then three chiles is fucking <laughs> anxiety, anxiety latina woman
0: schizo five chiles yeah, that's a
1: that's a the <laughs> xxx warning <laughs> sign away kind of shit
0: um but yeah anxiety uh I was like am I am I norm-? like is this normal and she's like it's absolutely normal anxiety she called it which I really like she's like anxiety is a liar She was like, do not listen to your anxiety because it will make you believe things that aren't true, that aren't true about yourself, that aren't true about your partner. That's why is there evidence that proves that this is true is really good because if I'm ever like, like even for example, oh my God, (sighs) Chris is gonna go to a strip club and I know he's never going to go, like, he's not going to go to a strip club. I could ask myself, is there evidence that proves that Chris will probably go to a strip club? And the answer for me is no, there's no evidence. He's never been to one. He's never been interested. So it just like, I know that was like a dumb one, but like, that's like one of them. You ask that question and then you think, is there evidence behind this? Now, now if he, he, I'm like, okay, Chris may be talking to this girl in the gym and he's cheated on me before. Then if I ask myself, is there evidence that this could be true?
1: This is a made up scenario. By yeah, right. this is a made up scenario.
0: I was gonna put that that TikTok clip. People you know, like cheated on chassis fit all on Reddit. Um, <laughs> um, but you guys get my point. You guys get my point. Anyways, I really like. It was really good um, to hear her say that because it made me feel like, wow, okay, I am normal in the sense of people who suffer anxiety all suffer it um just like this so anyways this is a few things you can do. Beat it by journaling and going back and reading your affirmations when you need them. I was just talking to him about this. So um, writing your affirmations, having them on your phone, even starting your day with a few affirmations is great. Affirmations could be like anything that you believe in for yourself, but also for your relationship. If you're someone that has anxiety and has anxiety with their relationships, um, then write down things like what are... Um, and you guys could do it together like what are uh your strongest suits as a relationship so you could be like my partner um loves me and he shows me by this um we enjoy doing this and he, we spend a lot of quality time together whatever it is right you write it down and you keep it so those are your affirmations so anytime your anxious mind comes and wants to fucking fuck with you you're like, nah, 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 nah. I may be thinking that, let me read my affirmations because I know I wrote this when I was logical and not emotional and it'll at least bring you down a little bit. Doing physical activity is also great. Uh, my therapist is like, well, whenever you're feeling really anxious and you can't go run outside or go work out, do 100 jumping jacks. So if you ever see me just randomly doing 100 jumping jacks, it she says that that kind of helps release that initial anxiety. She's like, obviously not everyone does this, but you are a type of person who... Who releases your anxiety through physical activity so that could help um also spending time in nature it really grounds you so like just i love nature so spending time outside like go with your pets when the sun is low go on a hike doing things that are going to ground you back to earth is also very important at least for me do you ever feel that way
1: like with nature, nature? Ground, grounds me
0: do you like i, I wait, okay outside is it because of the heat
1: yeah it's just uncomfortable being outside and i mean i guess i guess it's also uh i guess it'd be it's kind of like a little bit of trauma for me like just being outside reminds me of work like doing yard work doing track during cross country like it's just sweat oh, and okay working hard is what i attribute to being outside wow wow yeah. oh,
0: this was a good therapy session too yeah, because you don't like going outside. And I just hate being outside. And for me, it's not that. Cause I was never really like good at sports <laughs> and shit. Oh, Um, I love being outside. Um. All right, that was number three. Um, number four was praying or meditating, whatever you feel. Um, everyone's been meditating a lot. I just I can't commit. I haven't committed to meditating. I just like I told Chris, the best place for me to meditate sometimes. It's in the morning, cause I feel like I need to lay down. So if I meditate with a song or with a something like a, a YouTube video, I have to do it where Chris is like, cause he still sleeps. Once I get up, he wakes up like either thirty to an hour after I do. So I have to go to my my bedroom my bedroom closet, yeah. And the light is really bright in the morning, but if I sit there in the dark, I start getting scary thoughts, like. Oh my God, someone's going to grab me right now. Oh my God, I'm in here. Something else is in here with me. And so it starts freaking me out. So I can't meditate, but I do want to try meditating. I know it helps a lot. Just relax the mind, um, but I haven't yet. I have been praying more though. Um, Taking a bath. This was not for everyone. I don't personally love baths. It's not my thing, but I know people who enjoy them and take them daily. That could be a way for you to release anxiety to connect some salt bath. And lastly, spending time with people that make you laugh. I like spending time with you. You make me laugh sometimes. Who else? Areli, Mia, Mia. Anytime I see Mia, she's just like, anxiety is like, done. I don't give a fuck. When I'm with Mia, or if Areli's like, hey, um, come, uh, like the other day I ran, I was running outside of her, of her gym in her neighborhood. And I was going to go back to the gym to work out. I ran six miles and I was going to go to work out. And then she was like, Hey, she calls me and I was, I still had like a mile left. She's like, I'm going to be right here at the water park with Mia. Do you want to come by? I was like, fuck working out. I'm going to go see Mia play with the water. And it was the best thing ever. Like, did I feel guilty not working out? No. Like I was like, it's okay. If I don't work, I don't work out. I just ran fucking six miles. But two, like, I... Oh man, I appreciate those moments so much. Just watching her little bug get wet. And then <laughs> and then uh she wanted to be with the big girls and then she wanted me to take her up and down the slide. It was just so cute. It's those moments that like just you're not thinking about anything else but just her, right? And I'm so excited cuz we get to see my Kylie Wiley in a few days in 2 days cuz tomorrow we go to Georgia. And yeah, so spending time with people that make you laugh, that make you that you love, that make you feel good is so important. To, to beat anxiety but guys anxiety is uh is obviously something common we all have different levels of it but it's not something to be ashamed of it's just something that you know to work on too because please do not let anxiety take over your life instead it as an excuse i don't think i've ever used it as an excuse i hate having it but i've always tried to do a little bit better i've worked at it would you not agree
1: yeah i mean you continue to work at it i
0: continue to work at it
1: I mean, I think there are times where you let it cripple you, and I help you get out of that. Yeah, because you don't want to be helped at that moment in time.
0: At that moment in time, yeah. I mean, it's because it's hard. I think my anxiety. if There was a level. But then for me, that's
1: also depression, though. That's not just anxiety.
0: Yeah, that's that's like a crippling depression and anxiety. Where I, I literally, what did I tell you? I feel like I'm like like a scary. Fucking those girls like in scary movies are like hur, hur, like that. I feel crippled like that. I just want to like go back in like in a shell or something like that's how I feel like overwhelmed with anxiety. And it's it's hard, but I do my best and we got to make it work. We got to I got to find tools which i have right this is why i think it was so important for me to take the social media break and to seek help with therapy because it is super important now going into this new project for me to be able to handle anxiety because honey i think the anxiety is only gonna get worse so anyways thank you for being on the podcast of course is there anything else you want to share about anxiety and how uh you can help no just be there yep okay you like being my guest on the podcast
1: i don't mind it we'll we'll be here as long as you could keep me talking
0: (laughs) yeah he's kind of quiet guys um if there's anything you guys want to hear from him let me know let me know but yeah guys we're going away for a few days but we'll be back for an episode for next week um so hope you guys enjoyed this one i love you guys again thank you so much for the support share it on your platforms and i'll see you guys next week bye (laughs) (laughs) I'm not gonna be there for you Cause <laughs> you will never ever be. Don't go ask we want to do Ignorance will never see.